Hello, and welcome to the Inovi Conversation. I'm Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pergolsky. And today we're interviewing one of our Rockstar consultants, John Grant. Hey, John, how are you? <laughs> Terrific, and, and don't go too fast with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll slow it down for you. But uh, we're, we're excited to have John on here. We, he was going to be our first guest, but 15 episodes later, he decided to uh, make some time for us. He is a Hold busy guy, more money. Steve. Holding he up is for a, more money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, is, he is a busy man. Yeah. And uh, so uh, what, what, we, what we have done, John, is uh, you know we've had a couple other members of the Inovia team. Um, so we've had Tom and Alan and, and Holly and, uh, and Chad. So we're, we're glad to have you on here. So for the next two and a half hours, okay, I don't think it'll be that long. <laughs> so we're, Jeff and I are going to drill you. We don't get the opportunity too much as the uh, customer engagement people to get one of our our, our senior senior consultants um, on uh, on a podcast and say we had them working feverishly on helping customers get their systems back. So, but John, we're excited to have you. Excited, uh, yeah. See what. Not sure I want to get into, but <laughs> yeah. So before we started the podcast, we asked John how many he listened to. So maybe he'll tell the, our listeners the real answer. <laughs> it's 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 on his calendar, right, John? Things to do, yes. Things to do. So, but you know, John, I think for uh, our customers and and people out there in the Nav Channel, you know, I think really to kind of get to know you better, maybe you can tell us a little bit about maybe how long you've been at Anovia, kind of what you did before and how you ended up here. That'd be awesome. Sure. Um, I think I've been in Anovia a little over 3,000 working days, which is, I think it's 11 years, a little over 11 years. Um, prior to coming to Anovia, um, I didn't know diddly about NAV, uh, but I had had an opportunity to work. Uh, uh, my entire career has been with uh, ERP solutions, uh, many different products from uh, AX, which is uh, been rebranded. Um, I've worked on uh, like a little bit of Great Plains, uh, WorkWise, JobBoss, uh, SightLine. So I've had an opportunity to work with a lot of different UP products. So, and and as I as I found over the years, it it helps you to understand what questions like you as a as a as a customer. If you've had experience in other systems, that's really great for us when we help work with you because you're able to ask some uh, uh, solid questions uh, because you've had experience in other systems. And that, all, that always helps when we're uh, trying to help you implement and make the best decisions to keep it simple and all that good stuff. Um, so I've that that's my background. I've been been a member of uh, Apex for users out there that know what that is. Is a, a national group um, with uh, supply chain type thinking. I've had a chance to work on lean projects. I'm a big proponent of lean thinking. Um, whenever I talk about process improvement, uh, I like to think we put a process to it, not just a, an Anovia process, but a, a lean is what our company's adapted. And uh, I've helped had an opportunity to help. Uh, particularly bringing in value stream mapping. Um, if you go to one of Alan's, uh, Alan Wine's uh, presentations, he stole it from me, just so you know that, um, just to make sure everybody knows. Um, and and we my background, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my background uh, has always been with uh, 
manufacturing process, uh, capital equipment, um, make to order, make the stock, make you know, engineer to order, uh, working with uh, inventory, uh, planning, planning materials, capacity, planning the workload, um, all those kind of, and costing has been part of what the puzzle too, because you really do have to understand costing when you start setting up your routings and to what what extent do you want to uh, put your data in. And I've been fortunate enough to see a lot of different methods and uh, a lot of different companies have been in a lot of different companies. So that's kind of my background and uh, um, I guess fun things I like to, uh, my wife and I enjoy uh, over the years we've gone to with the kids. They're not kids anymore. Of course, they're married and whatnot. And, uh, been in about 45 of the states, I think, getting chipped out of a couple of there. Um, we enjoy going to national parks. And in, in my hobbies, I, uh, both the hard and soft water fishing. So if you know what hard water fishing is, come on up. Uh, in <laughs> central Wisconsin, you know, we'll get uh, three feet of ice and uh, show you how to fish. As a fellow Wisconsinite, I was aware of what hard water fishing is. Just so that's okay. Me. Yeah, that's a that's a. We call it ice fishing in Indiana. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's awesome, John. And um, you know, I've had a I had a couple calls today, and it was from customers that were actually not our customers that were in a lot of pain. And it seems like, and I, I want to kind of get your take on this. It was, and it was a lot of it was with the setup of manufacturing to build the materials. Uh, you know, their inventory, is, they don't trust it. Their bill of materials wasn't set up correctly. And it seems like, you know, what you just said, not being, you know, a, a software-type engineer coming into it, kind of coming out with real-world background working within, you know, that manufacturing background. You know, you said that you learn how to ask better questions. I guess, you know, to to some of our, our, our listeners that are maybe, you know, not struggling but looking for, you know, or, you know, they're looking for ways to improve. I mean, how did you come up with these questions or best practices? I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. So, um, well, like I mentioned, I've been fortunate enough to work on several different systems, and in in in, in reality, that a lot of them are very similar. It's a similar uh, uh, functionality, but a little bit different. But uh, when when you look at helping a customer implement any any part of uh, NAV, and like I said, the manufacturer is, is hopefully my sweet spot there that I can help people with. It it's not my goal is not that I've okay. My role is not to implement every possible functionality in in uh, NAV slash BC, but to understand what's important to your company. Um, and I can honestly say that every customer we work with who runs manufacturing or assembly orders. Or uh, is set up a little bit different, and part of the puzzle is to figure out what's important to your company. Um, you know, some of the information we can provide. For instance, we can take uh, your costing, and, and nine times out of ten, it's done offline. And, and I get that because you have uh, maybe salespeople or engineers working up the product. They're figuring out the, the bill of materials. The, uh, you know, how much time, all that. and then, uh, But in reality, if we understand if that's important to you and you want to take it from what I call an offline system and put it on your main system, uh, we have a product that can do that. 
Uh, we can get as complex as you want or as simple as you want. And an example of that is we could have one, one route step, which represents a cell. Uh, if it was important to break that down into multiple steps, we can also do that. So it varies by what's important to you um, and, and what your goals are. Um, obviously, uh, some of the what are these planning systems supposed to do? What's the difference between forward and backward scheduling? Why would you do one versus the other? Um, a lot of customers will have uh, optimization requirements, um, simple as I want to run you know, white, white color products before brown, before black, uh, or they are in a food process where they're, uh, they have allergens and, and it's, it's just a, the process is upfront is, is, is just understanding, uh, what's important to you and what, what do we need to set up? And, uh, I guess that's always how I've felt. We have an advantage if our team can, do that and listen um, and tell you one of the important things is to tell you how other customers have solved that issue. Because, um, quite frankly, you can go out to YouTube and learn how to run the product. Also, you can learn how to do that. But how to use it is our role to help you. Um, because, um, you know, we've been in many, you know, we, we, we specialize. I, I would say that an OBS specializes in working with Customers have had issues, and uh, a lot of times when we get we work with them, we find out they headed down a path, and uh, they're trusting the partner to, and, and and that has to be part of the puzzle. Um, they trust the partner to make those decisions because they don't. Uh, if I ask the company what's ten things you do well, I don't think designing modifications or implementing software is going to be in the top ten. Um, so they rely on their partner to help them with that and. Uh, it's a. Uh, I always said I, I used to help uh, at the one uh, I worked at a CPA firm and help was uh, helping teams select software and I and I would tell them it's a, it's a seven to ten year partnership and you want to partner with a with a company that that you trust their advice and can get to know you and they can pick up the phone and 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 you know that they've oh yeah you guys you guys have been using warehouse management you don't have to explain to me how you do things. We get to know you, and uh, that's a, a, a great benefit of uh, finding a, a partner that you uh, can trust and, and work with. I think that's a great point, John, because I think some customers think it's almost a zero-sum game. You select an ERP system, you go live, and you're kind of done with it. And you just said, you know, it's it's a long relationship. It's kind of like getting to know you as you know as you grow and develop, from what you just said, correct? You're correct because because the, the initial setup is just that. A lot of times you're set up and a lot of things get pushed to, well, let's put that in phase two or, or future. Uh, and, and while you while you run this way now, three years from now, you might have a new product line, you might have another location, you might have a 3PL warehouse, um, you might be leveraging EDI. It, it's, it's a constant um, partnership. And, and we want to play that role as, as we're with you. Not we're not an expense. It's not like, oh man, here we go. Every time we got to uh, work with, you know, it's an expense. We want to be uh, upfront and, and, and tell you what other customers have done and, and be that partner. That that's how we want to position ourselves. Well, great, Jeff. You have any questions for John? 
No, actually, I um, hear him talk way too frequently. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> who's on first, right? But that's two podcasts in a row. You said you didn't have any questions, so I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, you guys, Steve. Sometimes, sometimes you have to carry the water, and sometimes um, I can be the guy who says awesome. So I'm going to be the guy that says awesome, John. I love it. Well, and I'll throw one more thing in there. As I've seen this this business change a little bit now, we're we're heading into the cloud. Um, Azure, I guess, was another environment. Uh, in the days of um, um, just constant, we're going to make the software um, modifications have to be thought through better. You know, it's, to me, it's a must-have versus nice-to-have type of thinking at this stage of the game. Um, yes, if we put that, if we change that, that's nice to have, but um, it, you know. Helping customers thinking more of the a must have. It's a business critical uh, design and, and something uh, versus a lot of little um, let's move this column over here or those kind of things um, are 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 part of the puzzle now more so than in the past. I think. I, I you know I, I agree, John, and, and and you also made a comment that you're you're part of a team, so maybe. You can explain, you know, like what is what is your team and what's your role on your team and how you guys interact. Yeah, about I don't know, was it four years ago, three years ago, um, we looked at how we were um, helping our our customers and, and, and we decided to to split into teams. So we have teams of about six seven people, including developers, senior uh, application people, junior application people, and uh, project manager. And that team, I don't. I think this is a true statement, will be assigned to you, and that team will stay with you. Um, because the benefit there is, while your account manager comes on site, if you're talking to the to the, to the team members, oh yeah, we we uh, we did the upgrade like a year ago, and uh, you know we were looking at your uh, standard cost roll up and decided to. Um, put that on the back burner until later, um, trying to avoid having to explain it all over again. And I'll compare that to the uh, accounting world that I was privy to is the customer would always complain because the accounting team that came from year to year changed significantly. So they had to start all over. Well, here's the washroom. Here's where the files are, you know, all that kind of thing. And we, we want to leverage relationships and uh, that, Yes, we know you are. You're running lot control. We know that. Uh, you don't have to start all over with uh, how you've got math set up. And, and teams are assigned to customers. Yes, for projects, but we're we're still assigned to them. Even if it's not a project going on, we're still. Uh, if there's any major work, uh, that same team would be involved again, and that we think has been very successful. Um, so hopefully everybody agrees that that's what we would do. Well, do you feel that, so you were here before we did the teams where it was like whatever consultant was either available or, you know, how you did that versus now where you're on a team, do you feel that you're retaining more tribal knowledge within the account by doing that? Uh, yeah, that, that's why we did it, I think, because, you know, the, the tribal knowledge return from lean is it, it, it allows us to help the customer and it's really explaining what we do. You know, so so we don't have to go to a, a somebody that we work with, 
and now they're 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 engaging in a let's say a, a, another uh, a project. You don't have to start all over with who are you, um, what do you guys do again, um, what how is your uh, you know what what functionality in in, in uh, NavBC are you leveraging? Uh, it, it, it just jumpstarts everything and saves, I think, a lot of uh, I don't know. Having your redundancy, do everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's so when I talk with prospective customers or customers, and and I ask them questions, and I turn over the account manager, and they do, then the delivery people do. You know, it's, it was that was that Ellen, where they have like that game where they kind of whisper in the ear and it goes down. Yeah. You know, and they try to figure out what they said. So I think that's, you know, that's why I try to have them say, look, when we talk with the delivery folks, you're going to have to explain this again, because if I explain, it's going to be that version of Ellen um, on that uh, uh, when you whisper in the ear and you try to <laughs> communicate what the first person said to the fifth person. But I, uh, well, I think that's, I think that's great. And so, you know, like, so Jeff is an account manager and we have several and, and I think, you know, when, and I, what we do, I think, a little bit differently is so. How often are you talking to account managers about, um, you know, accounts? I'm kind of curious. Well, I don't have uh, call screening on, but I do have <laughs> Jeff, Jeff once in a while. <laughs> so. Jeff has like the bat phone, the John phone in his office. Yeah, it, it says it's like uh, Bill Gates is on the line. I'm also, as a technical person, I'm able to, like, hack our phone system so I look like I'm uh, Donovan or Alan or someone important go. at our company. So then John often picks up. <laughs> but, yeah, we try and help. Even though we're on a team, we'll, we'll, we'll try and help. Um, yeah, just recently, I know, for the uh, sales team, they wanted to get a solid uh, uh, manufacturing uh, uh, demo company set up because, as everyone knows, the – uh, the old Cronus test company, the bicycle company that comes with uh, out of the box, has uh, got limited. Uh, uh, it's okay, but it, it's not really how you would set up your company. So it's interesting. Microsoft would set it up that way, but you, you know. Um, Do you have so, a favorite account manager? <laughs> a favorite account manager. Um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll say that one. So uh, so ne so next week. Yeah, we'll 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 hold that for the next. Yeah. 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 Or maybe like your top eight or something like that. <laughs> There's a lot of them. You know what it is, Steve? A lot of them are tied for first. Yeah, a lot oh, of them. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Actually, I think John has a future in sales, Steve. What do you think? That's a great well, answer. So I think John is a half peddler. So, and, you know, and, and you know, think about it, John. I think some of your background of like, you know, being engaged and kind of like, I think you said, you're, I don't know if it was sales that you were doing in the past, but it, it gets you to ask those questions because, you know, a lot of things that we we deal with as a team on a daily basis is sometimes the customers, as Tom likes to say, they don't know what to tell you, and sometimes we don't know what to ask. So I think the more open-ended questions we can ask about their business and learn about them, the better advice we can give. I mean, yeah, like the theory of constraints is always you ask, what, why five times? That's not too far from, um, you know, like uh, if someone needs something, we owe it to the customer to ask, you know, and, and not just just because we do that, but uh, right. come back with, uh, tell me a little more about how you want to use that. For instance, uh, a great example is we might have someone, a customer, call our support desk and say, hey, we need to know how to set up another location. So if all we do is, hey, here's how you do it. Thanks. We haven't done our job because we really want to under you know help 
understand, um, you know, you know, heck, maybe you got maybe it's a new, totally new location you're you're setting up, and uh, that that's a, a, a of interest to us to make sure you set it up correctly, because now you might be using in in a, in a nav world BC, you might be using stocking bee units, it might affect your planning, it might affect this or that, and. Uh, that's the kind of company we want to be is to uh, um, be with you and, and, and ask some of the questions we've seen and, and tell you what other customers have done to solve the same problem. It's, it's not rocket science. It's just uh, uh, a steady approach. I also. So, so, John, I know you have taught academy classes with uh, Jenny Hollinsworth um, for on, online on the NAVA group, and you've done them at uh, Summit. Are you doing it at Summit this year again? We're doing it at Summit again, right? We put on a I'll call it a, a one-day boot camp for manufacturing. We go from uh, 101 to uh, 300. You know, go through all the. Uh, in the morning is the is the. We get a lot of, uh, you know, what is this production system? How does what is it supposed to do? And in the afternoon might be the planners and the, the people that are trying to leverage it. And uh, Navig is trying to talk us into like a three-day. Um, I thought it was a week the last time that they talked with me about it. Well, it might have been a week. <laughs> I can't talk for that long. Yeah, so you're going to do so. You're doing one day. I remember when yeah. I did it a couple of years ago. Are you still doing the candy company? We're going to build a candy company. Yeah, or? yeah. We we got away from the bicycle because we we wanted to uh, have a little fun. So we we make M and M's, and of course we have samples of M and M's. If you would like to come, that's that's the product we make. So we uh, and then we ask a lot of trivia questions. So we. Uh, Giveaway during the keep making sure people are awake that kind of thing. Um, Remember last year when Steve thought that the um, upside down M and M's were W and W's and he was thrown off by it. We had to stop the class. Yeah, he was. It was confusing. Yeah, we had to stop. <laughs> There's a lot of acronyms in this ERP world, you know. I just kind of, kind of that's me that's a good point. A lot of important <laughs> letters. Hey, John, I've got a super serious question because I've been. You know, sitting back and absorbing all that uh, that you've shared with us today. So, in in the case of um, your team, we've we sort of have a team that specializes in the new um, BC SaaS world, right? And that is not your team, correct? Correct. We we yeah. we use a BC, but um, uh, there is one team with with, uh, and, I, and I'll say they deal with the the BC SaaS um, uh, medium size, maybe. And small. Okay, so maybe this is, um, uh, but I guess I was interested as, in terms of your opinion as someone who works with you know the uh, manufacturers and, and distributors and how you see the uh, um, the future of of the BC SaaS world and and how that fits into the customers that you're working with today. Are you having lots of conversations with them about that? Do you think it's premature for for the customers that you're working with, or do you think it's ready? I know we've had a few projects where we've moved customers to uh, to BC SaaS from um, from NAB, and there has been um, there have been some small bumps in the road, but uh, but it's it's exciting to to be on the forefront of fighting those battles. I'm wondering just what your thoughts are on, on the whole uh, BC SaaS world? Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, I guess what, two, three, four, five years ago it started being talked about in the cloud and, uh, um, you know, I, 
uh, a lot of companies skeptical, and I, and I get that. Um, you know, where's my information? Um, but that that has been put to bed by Microsoft. That, you know, their security on their system is, uh, you know, ten times what a private company can do for the most part. Um, and what's going to drive more companies to the cloud, and we're seeing it, is, you know, it's time to replace your hardware. Um, do we reinvest? Uh, you certainly stop and take a look at is the uh, SaaS, as they call it, ready? Um, another option is running uh, the VC product in Azure. Um, that's the second option that we see companies uh, moving to as uh, the true cloud is, is getting better and better. I think this October release um, from all the, I guess, what's the... Um, brochure shipping product to follow, so we'll see if they live up to the brochures of what's supposed to be in there. Um, but it, it's just a matter of time. And what's going to really drive it to me is applications that don't run on-premise. Uh, an example is the, uh, you know, the, the uh, AI tools that are that are out there. They're getting better and better. Um, my, my thought is, you know, I'll have my NAPBC on my phone, which you can do today. But instead of trying to navigate on a little phone, I'll be talking to my phone to say, uh, show me uh, cash receipts for today. Or uh, show me the uh, air open statement for a customer. Um, because the uh, mobility and uh, ease of access to the information is where, where we're heading. Uh, I'm trying to eliminate the keyboard. Because if, if you look at, and, and I was found out over the years, we we install expensive software for a user, and we don't even know if that person can type. You know, we, um, and that's just the way it is. Uh, but how do you, you know, um, how do you get an executive to use the software? And I, and I truly think it's, it's other than typing the data in uh, some access, and maybe this voice, this AI stuff that's coming with. Uh, I know that the Microsoft has Cortana um, is where it's what's going to happen. It's getting better and better, and, 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 and you just kind of see it. It's coming a lot faster than I ever thought it would come. Yeah. All, awesome. All yeah, yeah. I think that's you know been my experience, too. I think there are some um, challenges presented by the how the application is different in the cloud um, compared to on-prem and, and how it ties into to systems, um, to certain systems, but then there are also huge advantages to uh, to how it ties into other systems. So it's just a matter of uh, you know taking on a, as you mentioned earlier, each each customer, whether it's um, uh, designing the planning worksheet or their um, manufacturing process, or if it's figuring out you know which version of the application every we, we treat every customer individually and. Um, and, and come up with the right solution. So, all right. Well, that uh, that was my one and done, Steve. So, uh, so now I'm back to you. You gotta take us home, buddy. Well, I got a, I got an important question. So, you oh. work with Jenny, and you know, and and so like, and, and so you got Valerie on her development team. And I noticed the last couple of years when we've done our, we just did our fantasy pick 'em for the NFL coming up. And uh, do you have access to their alg algorithm because they're averaging like seventy some percent. <laughs> I'm picking out the football teams, and, uh, and, and I'd, like to, I'd like to eventually finish in the top three. So I was just wondering, do you, do you I, have I, access I think to that? I think we're gonna. I think the NSA is going to get involved on that one. I think to figure <laughs> out what's going on because these gals are kind of, you know, what's on uh, 
these picks. So. Yeah, I, I need to reach out to them see if they have one for my fantasy football draft coming up. So, uh, you know, I'd like to win that league eventually someday too. But John, you know, so we need. We, normally we have a contest or we offer up something. So we got to think of something to spirit of. So we are actually having um, uh, two of us uh, that are uh, Cub fans and two of us that are Brewer fans <clears throat> that might be on the call right now with me. Um, we're going to a, a Cubs Brewers game. Uh, next week for a company training event, what would you call that? Or uh, uh, that's uh, Steve Waltz training. Yes, <laughs> that's for a, a deep dive session. Yes. We're going to examine yeah. the supply and demand around beer and hot dogs in hot the Chicago. Dogs, yes. Why there's demand for that? Yeah. Beautiful historic Wrigley Field, right? And so, uh, uh, but I, you know, I'm thinking what we can do. So let's say if the Brewers win. We offer up something Brewers. If the Cubs win, we offer up something Cubs. So, uh, if uh, how about if the Cubs win, then you you guys have to provide a Cubs hat to the winner. If the Brewers win, then Rick and I would have to to do a. a you can figure out something. Like that. I think something that like that. Fair to me, yes. So I'm with it. So I guess this is going to be well. I, I mean, so should we have our listeners tight? So send uh, the. So that's going to be next. Well, Friday, the 29th of August. So this should be posted probably right after that. So if you look at the score and find out who wins and, and, and emails that team to Jeff or I at stevewaltzanovi.com or jeffpergalski at anovi.com, I think my name might be easier to spell, but and put the name of the team that won, you're going to win a hat. And we're going to make it ship from the, from the, to the losing You're going to draw names or what? <laughs> well, Typically, we that's not a problem, John. Okay. <laughs> So we are lucky to get one response from our from our uh, humongous listening um, population. It's a we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll make sure it's fair. It's growing. We, we had true. a listener at Seattle. I was at a meeting at Navug in Seattle, and I had somebody come up to me and say, "Hey, I'm, I listen to your podcast." And so now that John's on one, maybe his wife. So we're going to get close to twenty. <laughs> we are. We're going to break a couple approaching, of Yeah. Uh, 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 yes, I'm. I'm all about that. We are building momentum, Steve. So, all right. Do we have Do we have anything else for John? Because I know he is eager to get back to helping our customers. Yeah, Alan's probably going to listen to this in time. But they can, they went over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll hear that one, John, because he he's one. There of the you listeners. go. Yes. He is one of the listeners, by the way. So oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, but we do appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. And uh, maybe uh, we'll have you back in, in, in the near future. And, and we'll uh, see some of the, the listeners at the, at Summit. Right. And we're actually, we're actually up to almost 100 for our dinner, for Summit wow. dinner. So I think people keep asking time. if John's going to be there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, John will be there. So we'll, we'll, we'll appreciate it. And uh, I think we'll, we'll end it there. And you can, as, as like always, you can find us on uh, the Inovia website, Inovia.com. We're on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, and we even have a YouTube channel, Adobe Consulting. So we appreciate it. Take care, and have a good rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.